Welcome, horror enthusiasts, to a spine-chilling journey through the heart-pounding world of one of the most iconic horror franchises ever created. Grab your seat, but be, be, be prepared to squirm as we delve into the twisted minds behind the Saw series. That's right. For the next six weeks, we're immersing ourselves in the diabolical puzzles, hair-raising traps, and the intricate plot twists that define the Saw universe. I'm Justin. Alongside me is my equally fearless co-host, Chainsaw. We're embarking on a thrilling journey that will have you questioning your limits, your morality, and your own survival instincts. Each week, we'll be dissecting two of the Saw movies, meticulously ranking the mind-bending traps. I lost my place. (laughs) (laughs) Meticulously ranking the mind-bending traps featured in each film, providing you with an in-depth review that cut right to the core of the horror but hold on to your seats because this podcast is not for the faint of heart we're going to be reliving the nail-biting tension heart-stopping terror and the heart-wrenching choices that define this genre-defining franchise whether you're a diehard fan or who's followed every twist and turn or a curious newcomer ready to face the challenges head-on our discussions will offer fresh insights behind-the-scenes trivia, and maybe even a few theories about the enigmatic Jigsaw and his twisted worldview. So join us as we plunge into the darkness, analyzing the traps with a critical eye, reviewing the movies with a mix of dread, admiration, and attempting to unravel those narrative threads that tie all the movies together. Keep the lights on, because you never know what might be lurking in the shadows. Get ready, horror aficionados for a podcast experience that's unpredictable and electrifying as the traps themselves. This is Franchise Filth, the Saw franchise. I freaking love it, dude. Gross. It's so gross. Dude, I am excited for this. I, uh, I've been waiting to break down Saw since we started this, uh, this podcast over a year ago. Can you believe it's been a year? No, I'm just like still shocked about your new intro and everything. I just like a special man, special for this because like the Saw franchise is like the epitome of what a franchise is, right? It's like starts off strong. It's very uh, uh, genre pushing. It kind of shaped a whole decade worth of horror movies, and uh, some good, some bad. But uh, we can't wait to dive into these. You know, it's I'm gonna play a real intro, old. dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, 19 years old. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah.
Let's go, baby. Let's go. So, was that choppy for you? Yeah, just a little bit. Dang, that him, sucks. I was waiting for him to say, hello, Cheney. I want to play a game. That sucks, dude. That was so choppy. I like this. Uh, you like load the media into like a sound clip. And uh, I guess it was buffering too much. But anyways, maybe we'll get that down for next time. Um, yo, okay. So format for this, for Franchise Phil. We're going to be breaking down the movie. We're going to uh, rate each of the traps from 1 to 10. Uh, and then we have some uh, rating criteria we're going to do at the end. Um, but basically, uh, we'll, we'll go over the movie. We'll talk about it. We'll give our thoughts, good, bad, indifferent, whatever. And uh, then we'll, we'll go through each of the traps. And uh, then we'll, we'll do our thing, man. So this week, we're breaking down Saw 1 and Saw 2. Um, hey, Chaney. Hey, Justin. Hey. Hey. You got some hoary-gory fun facts for us? Yeah, I do. Do you want Hell Saw yeah. 1 and 2 facts? Or do you want just Saw 1? We'll Let's do both. Let's do both. Okay. All right, so I'll do the Saw 1. Uh, sorry if you hear my children in the background. <laughs> uh, So Saw 1... Um, so like I said, this was filmed, did I say 18 or 19? This would be 19 years ago. Yeah. Next year will be the 20th. Yeah. Oh, four was the original song by James Wan. Um, who fun fact, uh, he built jigsaw on his own. Like Billy the puppet. Yeah. Billy the puppet, the doll. He, they built that. He built it. Hell yeah. Yeah. On his own. Um, it was filmed in 18 days. This was his like debut film. And originally they were going to be, um, stuck in an elevator together, but they went ahead and switched that. And all they could get was this one room. And so they literally just had to make it work. But I mean, obviously it did. It like completely blew up and now they're on their 10th film. Uh, so I, I think it worked out pretty well for him only having one room. And I will say this is the first movie where one setting for, what would you say? 95% of the film. Yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. I never got bored though. That was the thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what else did I have? I had, I had more. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I was going to ask you, did you. When you were younger, did you see this in the theater? I know you were pretty young. Yeah. So, what would I have been? Minus 30, 31 minus 19 is what? 12. 12? <laughs> uh, I probably did. Because I... So, I haven't watched it recently. So, I was like, I feel like this has been forever since I've seen it. But I do remember, like, freaking out when... Um, Oh my gosh! What is the, what is actually Jigsaw's name? The actual actor. Uh, oh, to- uh, Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell, like obviously the iconic scene of him getting up. I was like, <gasps> I re- I remember having that very first reaction ever, and I was thinking about it again. But um, fun fact about that is that it wasn't he, they didn't do a dummy for him laying there. It was actually him laying there the whole time. Oh, and. When I read that, 
I was what because I was watching him and like the way he laid down his toes were like bent back like his feet weren't flat on the floor like this like okay. he had some toes up and like a foot propped it stayed that way oh. <laughs> the whole time and I'm like how in the hell which I'm sure I haven't seen all the saws so this is going to be kind of interesting um, so I'm sure I'll find out later on. Maybe he took like a paralytic or whatever they call it to lay there, a time releasing one, so he'll wake up within like eight hours. I'm not sure. Um, anyways, um, so he laid there the entire time, and then they also shot everything like in chronological order, like inside the room. That way, the buildings could fill up for the characters. So I thought that was really cool. Wow. Yeah. So they can um. Not have to like, because I mean, that would be weird. Like, day one, all right, we're gonna have you freak out and cut your leg off, saw your leg off, you know? <laughs> and then day two, we're gonna have you like cry on the phone about your wife, okay? But I thought that was a really good idea because they let those emotions build up and build up and build up. It's like, all right, I'm gonna be freaking out today. Like, this is it. But I thought 18 days was really good. And it was super low budget. It was supposed to just be filmed to video. And then I guess when the critics watched it, they were like, no, you're putting this in theaters. Hell yeah. And it happened. So I, I was like, heck yeah, that's cool. Uh, so Saw 2, we'll move on to Saw 2. This was approved the weekend that Saw opened. Like it was, they were like, we're ready for production for Saw 2. Like Hell once yeah. it hit theaters. Because I think Saw grossed like 180 million, maybe 140 million. Yeah, I think it was like $4 million budget, too. Yeah. It's like 4.2 or something. Yeah. Um. So, and then, obviously, the most iconic trap, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, the needle trap. It was, what they had to do is they had to replace the tip of each needle with like a rubber, rubber needle. They had to do that, and they put 120,000 needles into that pit. God dang, dude. And then there was also, I guess, some real needles got in there before they started filming. So they had to go through each one and make sure there wasn't any real needles and get all of those out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Do you yeah. know what the budget was for this one? Eee. No, I can look it up real quick. Because it seems, uh, we'll get into it, but it seems a lot oh. more expensive. If Saw 2 budget was $4 million. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah, regular uh, first saw was one point two. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it had oh, about a, like four times more. Oh yeah, and then oh, okay, we'll talk about those when we watch them. But yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. It start it starts getting up in the ten million. Jeez, At the man they were talking about we didn't have very much budget. One point two million dollars for a movie that seems like a lot to me. <laughs> it does, but like what they pulled off with it is pretty incredible. That, that's true. Dude, I mean, yeah. the no CGI, the graphics, the, you know, the makeup minus, well, I'll get into that too, but uh -oh. uh, there's, a, <laughs> there's a couple, couple critiques I got there. Yeah. Um, so then they had to recreate the whole, and saw too, they had to recreate the whole uh, warehouse room. Um, so I thought that was cool that I felt like everything was spot on, but one thing that I caught it was the heart on the toilet. 
Yeah. In the original Saw, it was in the green, yucky toilet stuff. And the second one, they did it out of blood. With blood? I didn't even catch that, dude. Yeah. And I was like, mm, that's wrong. That's Hell yeah. wrong. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't even catch that at all. Yeah. Um, Saw 2, which I haven't seen them. I don't know if you have. But there were five alternate endings shot for this film. Wait, what? Five alternate endings. No, I didn't even know those existed. Yeah. I wonder if they're on YouTube. I wonder if it's on like the Blu-ray, like the digital or the the physical. Yeah, like the uh, bonus features and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I gotta I go find like, that because yeah, because I didn't now. know. Yep, yep. Uh, Hell yeah. You know what? Now that I think of it, I think they're made because my sister she had all of these. She bought every single one, and I think there is a bonus feature of an alternative alternate ending, and I think it's them getting Jigsaw out of the van. Hmm. Or, or am I reminiscing on the third one? No, no, because he rode in the van with uh. With uh, Mark Wahlberg's brother. <laughs> yeah, Don, Donnie, Donnie from New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Uh, okay, He's got I'm the right to, stuff. I'm about to find those. Um, and then also, because of the twist at the very end, they didn't want all the actors to know what was going on. So only the people at the end that were going to be shot knew the ending. They withheld the last 25 pages from a majority of all the actors. Hell yeah, dude. That's yeah. the way to do it right there. I like, that... you can't know it. Secret, secret. Hell yeah. So yeah, I thought that was cool. But those are my horror gory fun facts. And I'm sure there's millions more because this is like huge and has been out for years and years. So Yeah, and I'm sure we missed a whole butt ton of crap. Like, and we get it. But uh, again, we're just some friends talking about horror movies. Yeah, just some sticking friends. Yes, just some horror friends horror lovers um so what i what i found really cool uh was lee winnell obviously wrote co-wrote this with with uh james wan the first one and then wrote the second one as well and uh but he didn't direct it yeah he refused no, no, no. to direct it correct why because he wanted the first one he wanted to be in it oh yeah he wanted to be in it um, and act in it. Oh. So, hmm. and I, we'll get into that, but like, I think he is the star of the movie. In my opinion. He's Ooh. obviously not the, Adam. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Adam is Lee Winnell. Is played by Lee Winnell. Oh, that, ju- I just realized that. Yeah, you know what's funny? The whole time. Like when I was a uh, when I was younger, I was in the military when I saw this. I was actually TDY uh, up in New Jersey, and I went and watched this in the theater by myself. And uh, I like I didn't know what it was about. I didn't know anything about it, and it like freaking blew my mind. But I had like back then, like Lee Winnell and James Wan, they were like you know film students. Yeah, like they were just like trying to do passion projects and stuff. Who would have known, dude? Like they would have exploded in what they into what they did. Like James Wan's over there doing fucking Aquaman and you know all kinds of all kinds of crazy crap, Conjuring and you know Lee Winnell is winning awards for 
the Invisible Man. Like that that's pretty incredible. And I don't know too, I don't know if anybody's seen Upgrade by Lee Winnell. He wrote and directed that. It's basically Venom, but without a alien. It's more AI. Um, but it's like a voice in a guy's head that can control his body, just like Venom. And it's badass, dude. It's like, uh, it's way better than Venom. It's like Venom, but actually a good movie. So definitely check that out too. But I just like, I walked out of that theater like, holy shit. Like this kind of changes horror. Like there wasn't anything like that. This created horror, horror porn. And to me, like, I think horror porn is a derogatory term in the industry. But I think if you do horror porn correctly they can be very good movies. What's uh, horror porn? I'm, am I saying horror porn? I'm saying the wrong word. Uh, torture porn. Horror porn. What the fuck am I talking about? What, what am I talking about? It's been a long weekend. Um, it created torture porn. And like, like it's su- such a negative term in the horror industry that Anytime you say that, it's like, oh, it's just torture porn. I hate those type of movies. Yeah. Like if you if you sit down and actually break Saw 1, especially Saw 1, there's not that much gore in this movie. No, there wasn't. And I thought I remembered watching a lot of it. But I was like, yeah. this isn't as bad as I thought. And I mean, it could be because cause I read this also. It was going to be NC-17, but they cut out a lot of the scenes to make it rated R. Yeah. And so, oh, sorry. <laughs> Was that you? No. <laughs> Don't want to fit. Don't want to fit. Um, yeah, let's start talking about the the positives of this movie. So there's a lot. There's a lot here, right? So Saw One is basically about Doctor Green, and is this is it Doctor Green? No. Doctor. It starts with a G. Carrie Elways or whatever his name is. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Dr. Gordon. Um, no. Dr. Gordon. Let me tell you why I didn't enjoy it this around go around. Like I wasn't a hundred like I enjoyed it. Let me take that back. But what distracted me was because a few weeks ago I watched Liar Liar and he plays Jerry in Liar Liar. Sure does. And I could not get out. Oh, the claw it's is the coming claw. for uh, coming for you. The claw, <laughs> like this good guy Jerry. And then I'm like watching this, and I'm like, oh, his voice is bothering me because it reminds me of Liar Liar. All right, so instead of going into the positives, I'm gonna jump straight into my number one negative about I'm sorry. this movie. <laughs> no, no, no. Great segue. It's it's him. He is the worst, literally the worst actor on the face of the planet. He has a fake accent. He's American, but he talks like he's not American. Hello, Mias. Like, I can't even do his accent. <laughs> he's like trying to be fake British, but American fake British. Dude, just talk normal. And like, he overacts everything. Um, I actually had a couple like clips of him acting really bad, um, but everything's so choppy. I'm not going to play it. No, play it. Let's do it. I want to see it. It's, uh, but it's bad, dude. He's like, he's like, hey, Adam, why don't you toss that key over here? You're like, why are you talking like that, dude? Fuck. Dude, shut the hell up. Just stop talking. 
So do you think he was acting like he was bad acting when he was trying to trick whoever tricked the camera? Or do you think that was really him just being a bad actor where he was like, hey, you want that cigarette? Oh, no, no, no. That was fake bad acting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which is which is better acting than when he's acting normal. <laughs> oh, my God. When he's in his manic state and he's like, they paint it like, sorry, they paint his face white. It looks so stupid. Like, all the makeup is spot on the whole movie. And then at the very end, he's like starting to saw off his damn foot and he turns pale white. But instead of being pale white, they put like white clown makeup on him. So he looks like freaking insane clown posse. And uh, and he's like, hi, 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 throw me the key. And I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, That's, no. I was going to say, no. I think I know a part now where he's like, Adam, I'll come. Have I ever lied to you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, why don't you trust me, Adam? <laughs> <sighs> Shut the fuck up, dude. Like, God dang. Everything's so spot on. And and Lee Winnell, the cool thing about this is Lee Winnell playing Adam. He's like a great actor. He is incredible in this movie. I actually, when I first, like, I always, like, thought that guy was uh, the guy that played the Flash or the person that played the Flash, uh, Ezra Miller. And I always thought it was Ezra Miller. And then like, I don't know, four or five years ago, I was just <laughs> looking at stuff and saw that it was Lee Winnell. And I was like, oh my God. It's kind of what happened when I realized that Specs in uh, Insidious was Lee Winnell. And I was like, holy shit, duh. Yeah, it's the guy from Saw. Oh, Hello. Well, shoot. So yeah, that that was funny. That's That's the biggest negative I got on this movie. It's like, Christ, like, dude, how do? Why did they pick him? You got Danny Glover. You got all these like bigger name act. You got the actors from uh, uh, what's the bug movie where they're in space? Uh, Starship Troopers. She's one of the cops, and you're like, dude, this is this is cool as hell. It's actually got some some names in this, and then uh, you put Carrie Elway's in there, like, fuck, dude, that dude. I've never seen a movie where he acts good. He is using, that's what it is. He's using his Robin Hood men in tights accent in this movie. Like, was it filmed like in the same year? I don't know. Robin Hood men in tights is like 95 or something. Oh, well, probably not. That. And then when he starts think- crying, he's crying. So <laughs> dude, it's terrible. It's terrible. And I hate watching people cry on, in movies. Like, 90% of them are bad. It's like bad acting, but some people can pull it off. Uh, not him. No, he he's exactly what you think it would be. I'm like, dude, just show Adam for the, from now on. Like, just leave this dude out of the picture. A uh, couple other negatives. I know this was a very, uh, it was very experimental movie. Like they were trying to push and see what they could do. Um, and I love experimental movies. I hate, I hate, hate, hate the spinny cam. And it's going to be a theme as we move through this franchise. They, oh, okay. I was going to say, I also read that they 
tried to film from each other's perspectives. So that's why they made Adam's view like kind of spinny. And then they made Dr. Gordon's like solid. Steady. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm like, I'm talking more like when they're in the traps. Oh the, my God. Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. And they're playing like the dun, 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 dun. And it's just spinning round and round and round and cutting back and forth. And you're like, dude, gross. Stop. Like this is, this is probably uh, worse editing or I know they were trying to be stylistic, so I can't say it's editing. Like that was a choice that they made to do it this way. But like, it just reminds me of like the nineties dark castle movies, like uh, 13 ghost and house on Haunted Hill, like the frantic bullshit mtv yeah. poppy editing um i also thought that the the other negative i had was it was it was just not as gory as i remember like like i was wanting more i was like every time they would show a, a trap i would be like all right here we go and then it doesn't really show much you're like dang because like the newer saws they show everything and uh this like this makes you use your imagination, which I think was the point. Like it kind of made you, you know, well, think about also, it. Also, that was like really gory for two thousand and four. No, you're you're exactly right. Yeah, so that's why yeah, I was torture like, porn I didn't remember, exist, right? I remember this being way more gory, but maybe that was just because of the time perspective. And now, like, this probably would be a PG thirteen. Honestly, though, I. Honestly. I feel like the radio. I mean, if they're showing everything now in the newer saws and it's still rated R, then they've had to up the rating. Like, oh yeah, rated R. You can definitely put every yeah. You can put all that in there now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple pros I got here is I love the scene where he cuts his foot off. Except if he would just put himself on mute. He put himself on mute. That whole scene where he's cutting his foot off leg off, whatever it is. Uh, like, especially at the time, the first time I saw this in the theater, like, like I wasn't expecting it. And it was like, holy shit. It's like what made this movie famous. Yeah. And uh, that that was badass. I already brought Lee Winnell up. I thought he was excellent in this movie. I totally believed his character. And I his character was very relatable. He was like an every everyday type of guy. He's not a bad dude, but he does. He's not a perfect guy either. He's like, there's like some bad things that he's done. Right. Um, and I love, love, love. And again, this will be a running theme throughout the whole franchise. But I love that mixture of cop movie with a gore fest or a, a horror thematic movie. Obviously, there's there's comparisons to seven. Um, I know he took a lot of cues from The Cube, mm-hmm. which I, that's a great movie too. Um, but I just like the mixture of the cop movie uh, with with the wraparound story of people having to figure out what they have in common to bust out of a uh, of a location. Um, this kind of created escape rooms too, honestly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This would, you know, this I'm getting 100% escape room vibes right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I those are my biggest positives. Like, I just think that they did a, I think they did a great job, especially being their first movie, uh, and especially breaking the genre down like that. Because like no one else was doing that shit. No one, 
there wasn't hostile yet. Like there wouldn't be hostile without this movie. And then there's a whole bunch of torture porn movies after that, that weren't good. Right. And I think that's what gave torture porn a bad name. Um, but if you do it like this, if you do it like saw, especially in the, in the beginning, um, no one, no one was doing that. It's what seven was trying to be. Um, because at the time when seven came out, seven pushed the limits a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Right. But this actually took it there. What are your thoughts? Um, I really only have one big negative and it's just that I didn't have, I didn't like relate or connect with any character. And, but I feel like I, in the second one, there was a reason to relate and connect. Right. Cause like the father son dynamic. But in the first one, I was just like, yeah, this Dr. Gordon's an asshole. And I don't really know much about this Adam guy. He's just a photographer. So I, I would say that's the biggest negative negative for me. Um, I, re- I, I really do like the first one a lot. So I, there's not, I would just say that's my biggest one. And then maybe just his, would I lie to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh yeah. my god, it's so bad, dude. Yeah. It's so bad. No, I felt like they were I didn't really see any like continuity issues in the first one. Um so, so yeah, I thought that was good. Like any any time like there was timers or uh the clock, I didn't notice it was different. And I always kind of look for those things. So there's a lot of uh, there, there's a lot of online chatter about like all the continuity errors, not continuity, but like uh, plot holes or plot gaps that they didn't yeah, tie up. That makes sense. Um, especially like from the fact that well, there's a couple spots like when they're trying to get the the tape recorder, mm-hmm. uh, when they're trying to get the gun. Like there's there's a couple spots there. It's like, dude. Use your fucking shirt and you could probably get the gun real easy. Yeah. Like you tried it with a tape recorder. It obviously worked. Why wouldn't you just use it again? It's right there. Like dummy. But, or use the saw. Like you could, you could have just moved, grabbed it with the saw. It's like not that far away from you. So anyways, uh, there's like a lot of chatter about that, but yeah, other than that, I mean, this is, uh, again, genre pushing genre defining, and created like a subgenre all on its own mm-hmm. with $1 million and just some creativity, right? Yeah. I couldn't What'd imagine you think about... in an elevator. Yeah, I'd, I think it would have been a totally different movie. Yeah, it wouldn't have been good. I think space played well in this movie as well. Yeah, to- yeah totally. What do you think about the, again, this is a, a running theme. Every movie, every Saw movie has it. What do you think about the green filter that's on the entire movie? I noticed that. I don't, I mean, I don't mind it. The only thing I noticed was in the, it really, I only really noticed it in the second one. Cause I was like, Donnie's teeth are green right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, that's just the filter they put on. But I mean, if that's the, I guess, friend, not the world or the, um, dimension that they're in whatever you want to call it it's it doesn't bother me does it bother you it doesn't bother me i just like i'm colorblind so i don't really see green 
to me, it just looks kind of murky. Oh, okay. So like it's very, the, all the colors are washed out. So it almost is like black and white to me. Okay. Um, but I know that's green. I know that's a green filter on it. A lot of movies do it nowadays, but like back then, this felt like one of the first movies to do that as a stylistic choice. I mean, like even in every time they show Jig or uh, Billy the Puppet, right? His face looks green. Like it's like washed out. But I feel like maybe since they were just getting out of film school, yeah, they kind of underestimated just a plain white room and they're like, we're going to have to color grade this because this looks way too like. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. I think you're spot on with that. And it's probably why I feel like Dr. Gordon's uh, makeup looks so bad. Yeah. Like to me, it just looked like a white face. Yeah. But I'm sure it probably looks more green or faded to people that aren't colorblind. Yeah, it looks pretty white. Does it? Okay. Yeah, it does. Well, I don't feel bad then. Yeah, yeah fuck, it fuck that. White. It looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Look like a damn clown. Um, all right, let's rate the let's rate the traps. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through each of the traps. There's actually not that many in this movie, mm -mm. Um, and we're gonna rate each trap from one to ten. Okay. Out of 10. Okay. Okay. Instead of going to five, we'll go 10 because um, it gives us more room to, to rate. Okay. And there's going to, by the time we get through with all this, there's so many traps. Uh, they're going to be hard to put in order. So, okay. um, so like, all right, trap number one is razor wire Paul. Like effective, gory, hurtful. What, like, just, what do you mean, rate him? Just from a, like, what did you think about the trap? Do you think it's cool, scary? Like if you were to if you were to take all the traps in this movie and rank them from in order, like what what would you rank this? Oh, okay. Razor Razor Wire Paul. Razor Wire Paul. I'm gonna have to give that a one. A one. I give it a three. Okay. And I only give it a three because it's like the first trap in the whole franchise. Right. So it kind of kicks off the kind of kicks off the tone. Um, they don't really show like they show them in the razor wire and then it, they don't actually show them moving around in it till later. Yeah, I think that's why I'm like, yeah. So you almost like disconnect from it. Yeah. By that time. And it's like, uh, you had several hours. You could have been like, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Build that shit up, man. Yeah. Uh, kerosene Mark. Dude that was covered in kerosene. And the glass was around the safe and he had to carry the yep. candle around and he kind of blew up. Now that one was definitely a one. Yeah, that, that one sucked. Yeah. That one sucked. I remember thinking when I first watched this movie, like I remember like, damn, those traps were crazy, dude. Like, holy shit. And then like after watching all the other saws, looking back on these is like, this is lame as shit, dude. It's <laughs> the uh, dumbest trap right. of all time. I feel like those could have been like maybe his first ones, like his go rounds. Because I yeah, feel like he sure. gets pretty like progressive in them. He was practicing. Yeah. He was practicing. All right. How about Amanda the Mandible? Oh, God. Okay. That one, I'm going to give it. Because I feel like that kind of like made. And I, I, I want to give it a nine. I want to give it a nine. Ooh. All right. I'm going seven on this one. Okay. I'm going seven only because she got out. Oh, okay. Only because she got out. And I, I mean, 
She had to cut through that belly. She did, but like, I don't know. I don't know. It was all right. It was all right. I'm talking about like, could you imagine like, a big old thing on you, you can't really see. Yeah, I mean, that's iconic for sure. Like if you think, when you think about Saw, you think about Billy the Puppet, Jigsaw, you think about that like that trap specifically. Yeah. Like those are the iconic scenes from saw, like for sure. Um, I don't know. It just wasn't as effective as I thought it was. I think it was the spinny cam. Probably. Cause it, I didn't realize like how much they used it, but that whole scene where she's Almost trying to get out, trap. that shit was frantic as hell. Traps, and I was just yeah. like, ah, headache. Stop. Like, I want to see her actually trying to get out of this. Uh, the last one is Drilly Jeff. Um, oh, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't with really. the drills. They didn't even yeah, show it though. Because he shot off the drills. Yeah. There's another trap you're missing. What? What did I miss? The cop with the tripwire and the guns. Oh yeah, that's true. That's very true. We'll call that the cop wire. Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. <laughs> All right, what do you rank Drilly Jeff? I'm going to say uh, a, a one. I'm going to say a, yeah, one. All right, Cop Wire. I thought that was pretty cool, actually. Uh, I may give that a three. Cause, a I three. Mean, he Because he faked getting shot. That's part of the yeah. trap. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm going to go five on that one. Um, yeah, that's... And uh, then the overall trap? Yeah, so that's really, I'll put that with the wraparound story. So now that we've rated the traps, uh, let's let's rate the movie itself. So there's a couple things we're going to rate. We're going to rate the wraparound story, okay. which is like the overall trap and the story tied to it for the group. Um, I kind of want to rate the cops on this because there's cops in every movie. Let's do that. All right. And then we're going to rate like overall traps, like from a, from a movie perspective, how did you feel like the traps were, uh, gore, uh, the twist, the cop, the cop story, and then the overall movie. So we'll, we'll start with the, yeah, that's a lot, right? Okay. I'm ready. All right. We'll start with the wraparound story. So this is the story of Dr. Gordon and Adam. Out of 10? Yep, out of 10. A four. I'm going with a... I'm going with a eight. I'm going with an yeah. eight. Only because, like, I was invested in them. Like, I... Yeah, I didn't connect with them. That's probably Yeah, why. that's fair. That's fair. Uh, the traps in this movie, overall, I'm going a three. Four, Still five? Four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How about the gore? Oh, the gore, that's, I'm going to say four as well. I'm giving it a five just from the foot. From you him sawing off the foot. You didn't see the foot until the second one. Right, but like, you saw him sawing it though. Oh, okay, yeah, that's true. Like, and you could hear it if you can get past his moaning and crying, um, which is a hard thing to do. Uh, the twist. So this would be Jigsaw getting up at the end. Getting up? Oh, a nine. That fool yeah. lay there the whole time. Hell yeah, dude. 
That twist was bad. Never didn't even think about him. Yeah, at all. I thought he was like a. I thought this was gonna be like a, a fucking zombie movie or something. When he got up, he looked like a fucking zombie, and I was like, "Oh come on, don't make this a damn zombie movie." Nope. Uh, thank God it was not. Uh, how about cops? The cop story. This is um, a Danny Glover. I I didn't really connect with the cops either, so I'm gonna. Uh, I mean, I liked how he continued, like, went crazy after his partner died, like, still yeah. after him, slashed his throat, and he still lived, like, um, I'm gonna say a four. All right, all right. Uh, I'm going six. Okay. I'm going six. I like how he, like, turned into a stalker and, like, like, hired the, hired Adam to take pictures of him, and, like, I love how it all tied together with that. So it took, like, the the wraparound story and the cop story and tied them together. Um, I think part two did it way better, but we'll get into that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then overall, what do you think about this out of 10? A seven. Seven. Yeah. I'm going eight. I'm going eight. I really like, I really like this movie. I do too. I really like this movie. You'll find out when we talk about but... that. I like the second one better. Hey, me too. Spoiler alert. You heard it. You heard? You heard it. All right. Saw 2. So, Saw 2, we basically uh, get to meet Jigsaw. Mm -hmm. Because in the first movie, the only time you really even see Jigsaw is him laying on the floor. Then he gets up and he's gone. So, you know, the legend of Jigsaw was born in part one. But the story of Jigsaw was born in part two. And it's kind of like when Jason gets his mask, you know, and you in part three of uh, Friday the 13th. And you're like, all right, this is actually Jason. Mm -hmm. So now we get to see what Jigsaw is all about, why he's doing this. Like, you know, obviously we know that he's uh, got cancer, that Dr. Gordon um, misdiagnosed him and, uh, insurance and blah 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 and it gets more into that story as we get further into the franchise but one really cool part about this is not only do we get to meet jigsaw he's you know when you hear the word jigsaw you think crazy ass serial killer right Mm -hmm. this dude's sick and they portray him in a very weak state Um, he's not your typical slasher. He's not like getting up and like killing people. He's using his brain to kill people and have them kill each other or kill themselves. He's not killing anybody. They're doing it. Exactly. (laughs) You're setting him up though, dude. Technically. (laughs) Come on now. I know. Um, but that's, that's the beauty of this movie uh, is his frailty mixed with his brilliance with his, with his mind. Um, this one also introduces, uh, Donnie Wahlberg, Mr. Uh, new kids on the block himself. He was always my favorite new kids on the block. Just saying he was the bad boy, had the mullet, you know, all good. Um, but yeah, his character in this movie. Okay. First off, I just want to say this movie is way better quality. Mm -hmm. It is night and day difference like you can just tell from the way they shot it 
to the lighting, to the sound effects, like everything about it. Second, the acting is great in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's not re- there's really to me there's not one bad actor in this movie. Um, there's clearly a bad actor in the first one. Yeah, I would dare to say there's two because the little girl was pretty bad too. But um, <laughs> mommy, the scary man's gonna kill us. Ooh. Like, dude, you're acting <laughs> like your dad right now. Stop it. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Um. But yeah, so this movie pits uh, Donnie Wahlberg against Jigsaw directly. Um, the twist in this movie, well, I'll get to that. This brings a bigger cast of characters into the to the wraparound story, to the main story of the movie. Um, and they all have something in common. They all wake up in this room, in this house, with a bunch of traps that they have to to figure out to get out of. Um, and then one dude dies right off the bat, like literally wakes up and dies. Uh, but we'll get into, we'll get into the traps later. Um, and then the cop story wraps perfectly into this too. In my opinion, this is exactly how you make a sequel. Yeah. This is how you take the concept from your first movie, really dive into the details and make it something that's disturbing and scary. This movie is way scarier than the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the traps are way better. Oh, yeah. Way better. Um, yeah, we get the iconic needle scene in this one. Oh, God. Hopefully it's not choppy. They're rubber. They're rubber. They're rubber. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> we're done with that. We're done with that. Yeah. That scene is fucked up, dude. Like, yeah. like crazy disturbing. Um, I didn't want to play it all because I'd probably get this video banned. But, uh, dude. So we, when we were at Twisted Roots, we tried to replicate this. We bought a whole bunch of uh, syringes. Um, we couldn't figure out how to get the needle part to work. So we ended up like hanging some syringes from the ceiling with fishing wire. And then people were like throwing them at each other and we had to like take it down. So, uh, all good, but always disturbing. It's always disgusting and like fucking iconic, fucking iconic. Like, yeah, damn. pretty, pretty intense for sure. So Ugh. there's a lot to like about this movie. There's not much that I don't like about this movie. Um, I really can't even think of anything I don't like about this movie. I have one honestly. thing I don't like. What's that? The picture of the father and the son was severely photoshopped and terrible. Really? I swear to God. I didn't even notice. You can tell. Can you not tell? I'm about to... I didn't even notice. I wasn't really looking for that. And son picture. Are you going to pull it up? Yeah. I'm going to try. <laughs> I don't think it's going to show me. It was really bad Photoshop. They were like standing in Vegas. And it wasn't oh, even God. Vegas. It was bad. It was bad, bad, bad. That's funny. That's funny. <sighs> if you if you watch it, I 
pull up that scene and you can look at the that's the only thing I had that's the only thing positive I freaking oh my gosh I was like so rooting for Wahlberg so bad hell yeah yell, yelling at him at the same time I was like just follow the rules if you would just sat there and that goes with the twist if you would just sat there your son was right in the same room with you yeah did you so did you notice all like the hints the whole movie no like, I didn't notice that the first time I watched it, but this time I I completely noticed it. I only noticed one hint about the twist, but it was when Wahlberg was already in the house. Okay. And that was because the bodies were already decaying. That's how I noticed that. And I was like, oh, okay. No lights are on. He's saying it stinks. A fresh body wasn't a stunk. When he looked down at the... uh, black guy before the door in the floor his hand was decaying and i was like oh okay i see it now yep not real time that's a that's one of the big twists in this movie is so the jigsaw sets up this big elaborate scheme right for the cops um at the same time we got the the wraparound story going with all the people trapped in the house right and the cops are trying to figure it out um that's the other cool part about this movie too, is the cops are right next to Jigsaw, like the whole time. And so Jigsaw gets to, you know, obviously he's a narcissist. He likes to watch his own work unfold, um, i.e. laying on the ground the entire time. Um, but it was really cool to like see the cops trying to figure it out right in front of him. You know, and the whole time he's like, you guys are doing exactly what I thought you would. Because if they didn't do exactly what he was planning on them doing, it would have messed up his entire plan. There were so many intricacies to this plan that depended on everything hitting exactly the way he wanted it to. And it did like literally everything with the exception of, uh, Felix. I don't know. I can't remember his name. The, the Spanish guy going crazy like that. Xavier. Xavier. He wasn't really planning on Xavier going crazy like that. And he almost derailed the entire plan. So, um, had to, had to get rid of Xavier, but you know, it was really cool to watch it unfold. But anyways, he sets up this elaborate, you know, makeshift, like this is, this is his viewing station and where he's like watching all the traps occur and knowing that the cops are going to come in and find it. And then they find it and they're like watching all the stuff unfold as they're trying to solve like where they're at and figure out the mystery. Um, come to find out that stuff was all pre-recorded and happened in the past. And so it didn't matter what they were trying to figure out because it already happened. Um, they couldn't prevent shit because it already happened. He did. He made a couple references to his son being safe. Like, and then obviously I, okay, his son was in that. a safe. Yeah. Um, did you catch the reference to last house on the left? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as he, as soon as Jigsaw said that, I was like, ah, that's badass. Yeah, I heard that. It's one. the last house on the left. Yeah, yes. that was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I got no negatives, dude. I, I freaking love this movie. The only thing was the picture, and I was like, Meh. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to go else. see that, dude. I'm gonna have to go watch that. That's gonna bother me now. Yeah, everything else, I I loved. I I was like way into this because, you know, I connected with the whole i didn't connect with the first the family in the first one but i connected with 
uh, the family in this one for some reason. I don't know. It just probably because it's better yeah, I acting. Feel like, probably, <laughs> probably. I feel like it was set up a lot better too. And I yeah, feel really like was. there wasn't really any plot holes in this one because you said there were some plot holes in the uh, first one. And I mean, I did. I I questioned some things. I'm like, well, why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? And this one, I didn't question it. The only thing I questioned was, why don't you just sit there and follow the rules? Your son was right there. Yeah, but could you imagine being a dad in that situation? Like, <sighs> dude, it's a, that's insane. Whether you whether you're in good standings with your son or not, like, yeah, holy crap. And what also what I think is cool too is like even the good guys. Because none of the people in this movie are like evil, except for Donnie Wahlberg. Because he set them up. Yeah, because he like uh, planted evidence on all these people. Yeah. To get them, uh, get them arrested. That's pretty shitty. You <laughs> and know? that's what all the people that were there. They're like, we don't care that you like corrupted all this. I was like, he's fired. Yeah, exactly. Like, I really like the 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 black guy the. One of the yeah. cops. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to play uh, one of the people in the house, and he—they uh, gave him that role instead. Gotcha. Which I think was a good idea. I thought he was good. Yeah, he was great. I loved him. Um, also, I think everybody in the house had a a great role to play. They all fit a certain stereotype that mm-hmm. that really played well into the, you know, into the story. So. All right, let's rate these traps because there's there's some really good ones in this. Okay. Uh, it starts off with Death Mask Michael, which is like reverse bear trap. Yeah. It's like a Venus flytrap, I guess. And the keys in his eyeball. Yep, keys in his eyeball. Eee. He didn't even try. Oh, because it hurt too bad. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather die than scalp my eyeball. I don't know. I'd probably scalpel my elbow. Maybe. I'm giving this one a two. I'm giving it a two. Um, it gets an extra point because it shows him like third person looking at his own body while uh, Jigsaw is implanting the key in his eye. And I thought that piece of it was pretty cool. Okay. But otherwise it'd be a one. Yeah, I was going to say maybe a two. It was I think they try to make it like the first one, like something cool and big like that. But yeah. Yep. Yeah, probably. Too. Uh, gun in the eye. This is the so this is the <gasps> very first dude in the house. Like. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna give that one probably like a five because I think about that a lot. Like especially when you're in a hotel and someone knocks and you're like, "Don't look through the peephole." <laughs> yeah. I'm giving it a seven. I I thought the gore, like they showed the the actual bullet going in his head and, and like the explosion out the back. Yeah. Um, I thought it looked really cool. They like kind of showed the gears inside of the, the trap turning and then the bullet coming through in slow motion. Like that, it, it looked pretty badass. Um, how about uh, Obi-Wan Bernobi in the, oh. uh, the crematorium thing? I'm gonna I'm gonna give that a one. Really? Yeah, they didn't. He didn't explain it. Like he explained the other traps, 
But he wasn't like, you're going to get in a furnace if you can... I don't know. And it just showed the twisty thing. And I'm like, you didn't give him a chance. Yeah. Yeah. That was my thing. He didn't give him a chance on that one. Everyone else got a chance in their traps. That's fair. Like, how would you escape that one? Yeah. The only thing he showed was turn. And it had like a little devil pointing to the turn. Well, I think that's where they... Yeah. I think that was the point. It was... They wanted him to like burn burn himself to turn it off but like i'd rather die than but at that point by the time he saw it there was already like it was already almost taken over he wasn't even like make sure you keep your eyes open in the flame or something i don't know yeah nope that's totally fair i thought it looked cool though and i think being trapped in a a burning oven like that is like my worst nightmare of all time. Yeah. That's scary. Once you say it like that. And so like, this is a seven for me. This is a seven for me. This is like my worst fucking nightmare. This shit was crazy. Don't ever tell we, anyone um, your fear. Cause they'll turn around and use it on you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bethany is going to put you. In the I'm thinking Cheney. I'm like Cheney. Damn. Chill out. Chill out, bro. Golly. Keep my secrets from now on. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> we, have a, we have a haunted house here called the Hex House. And uh, one year they did that as their exit. We had no. to crawl through a furnace. No. Mm-mm. Yep. Heck and no. uh, scared the shit out of Brandon. Okay. So. I probably Let me rate it like a four now. All right. Because I'm starting right. to think about being trapped in there and I'm good. I'm good. All right, we got Xavier the Savior, which is the needle pit. It's not it's not him in the pit, but it is a trap for him. Ten. Yep. This straight ten out of ten, bro. This is like peak fucking saw right here. Mm-mm. Yes. I couldn't stand like you couldn't even you can't even like and she was like, ah, and can you imagine? Like, they're just all stuck in her hands. Like, yeah, it's disgusting, ah! dude. Crazy. And she had like, you know, 20 of them sticking out of her arm when she got out. And I was like, yeah, uh uh-uh. fuck. Nope. One inconsistency, though, for me on that is like literally the next scene. She's like running around. There's like no marks on her arms or anything. Oh, my gosh. You're right. Her shit would have been cut the fuck up, dude. You're right. I, I think they should have done that. like little scratches everywhere. Cause even if they weren't sticking in her arm, she would have been scratched everywhere, you know? Yeah, or like kind of like running blood. Yeah. Yep. I didn't but, even. Yep, she didn't have crap. And that was really. Yeah, anyways. Uh, next one is the glass box. Oh, man. That a banger, man. That's, that's a 10. That's another 10. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do ten because I. Could... Dude, can you imagine that? Like, no. I can't even. No, I'd be looking at that shit though. Before I put my hand up in there. <laughs> Bro, both both of them. See... Yeah, but you also. One, they're desperate to get out. You see the antidote sitting in a box with holes, right? Uh... But two, they're also like all fucked up on this poison gas, right? Yeah. So none of them can think straight. So, I think they're just ready to, like, kind of give up at that point. And then she's like, oh, shit, antidote. Just runs over and, like, 
you know, yeah, there's those two scenes and they're pretty close together too. Those two scenes give me the straight like shivers every time I watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Oh. Yeah. And for a movie to make me feel that, I'm, yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, that's really it for the traps. You missed one. Did I? Yeah. The cops with his leg in the stairs and then electrocuting him. Yeah. That's when I, they first get there, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to give that, I'm going to give that one probably a four just because like the whole breaking his legs. I was like, Ey. I was like, but he'd be all right. He's not dead. He'd be all right. He didn't die. Is there any more traps we're missing? I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's it. And then the overall trap. Hey, uh, I was going to say too, you remember Brittany from The Haunt? Yeah. Yeah, she uh, says hi. She's on the, she was on the live. Oh, hey. I just saw the comments come through. Says, I uh, miss y'all. Happy Halloween and spooky season. Oh, yes. Happy Halloween. That's awesome. Fun. Um, Oh, and Beth said, leave Donnie Wahlberg alone. I will not. Me neither. I think, I think he's up. He's, he's got the right stuff. I'm just saying. Yeah. He's been hanging tough for a long time. Um, all the right junk in all the right places. I don't think that's the right song, Cheney. It's not the right song. It's the wrong song. Um <laughs> Uh, okay, so wraparound story for this dude. Um, 10. Yep. Faux show. Faux show. I'm so glad we synced on this one because this is like, this is what made me want to get it on my arm. This movie. This is, this is, pro- I haven't seen all of them, like I said, but this is my favorite one of the ones I've watched. Yeah. Well, it's peak. It's peak. It's all downhill downhill from here, so oh, just fair, fair warning. <laughs> Great. Tim uh, better be badass then. That's what I'm saying, man. I actually, well, we'll talk about it. I like Spiral, though. Did you watch Spiral? No. With Chris Rock? No. People are going to hate me for that, but I really like that movie. Um, all right, traps in this. Overall traps? Yep. I'm going to give it a nine. You gave it a, a 10, for, didn't you? That's a 10 for me because it. these gave me the shivers, man. And they were back. There's two of them back to back. And I was like, God dang, dude. Like, she's uh, gore. Um, what did I rate the first one? Four. Okay, this is definitely an eight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going eight as well. The twist. There's actually like three twists in this movie. Oh, yeah. The, a ten. Ten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fully invested. Yeah, yeah and I didn't see any of them coming. No. Mm-mm. I also really like, uh forgot to say this, but I really like how they went back to the OG warehouse. Oh, yeah. yeah, I really like that. They're, the, they're like... It 
it's like the storyline just continues because you're like what happened after which i think in the third one you get more dr gordon or in the fourth one third or fourth one you don't get any more dr gordon you do okay i thought so but i mean they like they kind of tie all the movies together somehow i think they do they do you you actually get some dr gordon in in one of the movies and it's anyways it's terrible. Surprised they didn't call that one Saul Legacy. Like, I hate these fucking legacy movies. Oh, God. Stupid. Um, the cop story. Ten. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude, this movie is killer. Killer. Okay, overall. Overall? Am I really about to give this a ten out of ten? I am... Yep. Hell yeah, dude. Me too. Me too. Yeah. This is this movie's badass. Yeah. Straight up. Badass. I like it. I like it. Yep. Like yep. And it kills the first one. Oh, 100%. Kills it. 100%. And I love the first one, you know? The first one always hold a place in my heart. If but this would have been the first movie. <laughs> yeah. But see, I don't think it would have been as good if it was the first movie. Because... We wouldn't have understood, I feel like. Yeah, and also, like, the way they set Jigasaw up in the first one, like, he wasn't, you had, you had no idea what he was. Yeah. So they, like, they, like, made you, like, think, who the fuck is this guy? Why is he doing this? There's no way he went through all that planning and trouble if he's not, like, I want to know more about this guy. They set that up perfect. Yeah. And so when part two comes along and you actually get to spend time with Jigsaw, you're like, oh, oh, okay. He's not like a crazy. You almost feel bad for him in this movie. Yeah. There's like parts in this movie. You're like, I kind of, I kind of empathize with that, dude. Like I get where you're coming from. Holy shit. And then he like flips the script, you know? Yeah, that shit is badass. And smiles at the end. <laughs> yeah, He's so like, good. So All right, so I do got to say this part, though. And, and one of the twists in this movie is, obviously, Amanda is one of his protégés. Mm-hmm. Or is going to be his protégé. And I say one of because that becomes the theme for all the rest of the movies. But, of course. Um, she like becomes his protégé, right? And so they recreate the scene from the first movie where Jigsaw game uh, over. slams the door. Yeah, game over. And then slams the door like uh, Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Opposite Leatherface. Um, <sighs> well, Amanda does the same thing in this movie. It just looks stupid. And you're like, that's a dumb way to end this. Like, You could have ended it without that scene. And I would have been super happy. But then you have to show that shit. Like, come on, man. Like, her slamming the door is not scary. I'm I'm sorry. And it takes you out of the it takes you out of the movie a little bit. Like, no, you got this little woman like slamming a door. Ooh. All right. I don't think it meant to be scary. But it's like I know they were trying to like tie it to the first one and like, oh, she's the new jigsaw. It was like, no shit, you just like gave me a whole exposition about it. For 10 minutes. Like, you don't have to. You're my first test subject. Yes. <sighs> Game over. 
Fuck. Why'd you do that? Well, I think that wraps it up for both these movies. Obviously, part two um, is in the lead. Yeah. Part two is going to be hard to beat. I agree. It's going to be hard to beat um, without giving anything away. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Part two is going to be hard, hard to beat. I think it belongs in the upper echelon of just horror in general. Mm -hmm. Just all horror movies. I think it's up there for sure. And it's rare that we give a, a movie a perfect rating. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So there's that. Prepare to be uh prepare for that landslide, I'm just saying. Shit, really? <laughs> no more Donnie before Wahlberg. We, no more Donnie Wahlberg. And before we jump into the rest of these movies, um, there's one detective that becomes like a major plot point for like four i think three or four of these movies and he's right he's right up there with carrie elwes as one of the worst actors of all time oh great yeah yeah and he's like the the plot point for most of these movies so just fyi don't forget next week i won't be able to watch three and i won't be able to break down three and four so let's um is there like a a weeknight next week? Yeah, because um, we we'll be out of town as well. So, uh, any weeknight, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, okay, Friday probably if, not. So like probably Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Let's uh let's plan on Tuesday. Okay. Does that work? Yeah. All right. Cool. For show. For show. For show. Um. For show. Yeah, I think uh, I think with that we're we're done with Saw one and two. We just finished up the first week of uh, franchise filth. I hope you guys really enjoyed that. Yeah, uh, we're really excited to keep moving forward with this. I really like the format too. Um, I think we'll we'll get better at it at it as we move forward. But you know, for our first one, I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I might have to sure. trim down that intro a little bit. It was like freaking five minutes long. So I loved it. <laughs> yeah well saw three saw four next week um we'll be doing it on tuesday night that'll be another live stream on facebook so go check us out wtf underscore horror underscore podcast on all the socials instagram facebook tiktok well Only i guess fans. not all the socials Only fans um i sell feet pics on the side so <laughs> just saying and I got uh, I got an ingrown toenail, so making that cash, bruh. Making that cash. They like it bloody. Um, Ew. And Ew. <laughs> what do they call those on their feet? Corns? Are they corns? Uh, why is it green and pussy? <laughs> oh, my God. Ew, that's Ugh. so gross. That just reminds me. I heard someone today say... Do you want to suck the fungus out of my toe? Stop it, Jamie. <laughs> Wait, you actually heard someone say this in real life? Yes. It was my father-in-law. <laughs> oh. Did she say it to you? Did he say my it to you? My father-in-law said it to my mother-in-law. He said, hey, you want to suck the fungus out of my toe? <laughs> Fuck you, Justin. I'd rather suck the... the the decaying Stop. foot of Dr. Gordon. <coughs> <laughs> I hate you so much.
Ugh, stop. Oh, why do we always get on feet like that? We always end up on feet somehow. You have a real fetish for it, and you don't. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm telling you that. Like that's that's my jam. Oh, oh, (laughs) I can't. Fuck. It's green and pussy. Oh, you're disgusting. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, I think that wraps us up. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Um, oh, also, I forgot to mention, this will be video podcast on Spotify, audio podcast mm-hmm. and all the other, other, all the other Utters. podcast uh, channels. Yep. Udders. Um, and then we'll obviously, you know, build some clips out of this and post them to the socials. Uh, so yeah, we love you guys. Thanks for joining. And we'll see you next week. Bye.